There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real life lessons and people doing cool shit. Yo, what's up, guys? What's up? Good morning, good day, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to another episode of Curious Conversations. How are you, Sarah? What is up? What is up? What is up? (laughs) I'm well, Tell. How are you going? I'm good. I'm good. I'm kind of like thinking that there's light at the end of the tunnel of this shit show. And I'm very, very super proud of Melbourne, well, Victoria, the whole of Victoria in general. You guys kicked ass and... I'm excited to live a COVID-safe life. I think we should have that background music of, like, Destiny's Child. I am a survivor. Yeah, Matt, if you're listening, <laughs> well, you are because you edit this. But this week's guest, we have the beautiful Rebecca Harding. Now, Sarah, I don't know if I told you this, but Rebecca was probably one of the number one requested guests from the grant. Oh, really? Yes. Well, so- I was really looking forward to this because... I actually don't know much about Beck at all. Yeah, she's literally a breath of fresh air and we really, really enjoyed getting to know her. And basically it was a getting to know episode and we definitely got to know you, Beck. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. She was very open and honest and raw and I um, saw a side of Beck I haven't really seen on social media, so I really liked that. And I really enjoyed talking food with her. Yeah, you did. She's very passionate about food. So that was fun. But yeah, we're going to just get this podcast started so you guys can get to know Rebecca Harding. Happy Wednesday, guys. Wait. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with all your friends. Ciao. Happy Wednesday. Hi, Beck. How are you? Hi, good. Thanks for having me. Oh, we're excited. You're like a breath of fresh air. So we're super excited to have you. You were <laughs> highly request on the show. So it's been a minute that we've wanted you on. So That's thank so you. That's so nice. I know. How good is that? Highly requested. I like that. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. Thank you. Um, so what's going on? We're currently in lockdown still because we are all Melbourne girls. If you listen, yeah. you know that. And Beck's also from Melbourne. So tell us a little bit about life for you at the moment how are you <laughs> feeling like what's going on oh well life at the moment's pretty boring to Literally. be honest um yeah I mean we've just been you know doing what we can to sort of stay sane and and keep ourselves busy um I mean Andy's been fortunate he's still been able to work so um I've had a bit of time alone (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, without him pestering me and, um, I mean, I've just used this time to sort of, I've been working on a little side project which I won't talk too much about but um, that's, it's just been really nice to sort of be able to dedicate more time to that and I think also it's been really interesting for me and, and my job is it's sort of allowed me to sort of find new ways, um, to do my job. Um, So it's been, yeah, a creative journey. It's been actually quite good, um, I think, for me creatively. Yeah, I love that. So saying about work and stuff, you've obviously had to pivot. Mm. You guys have Lady Bunch and you're one of the – what would you call one of the hosts? Would you call you one of the, the lady bunches? Where the lady bunches? Lady bunches. <laughs> yeah. So is that one example of how you've had to like just pivot in the? I suppose more in the tech tech space as well. Yeah. Like we're. I'm. I'm very lucky that a lot of my work is digital. But yeah. um, I think for me, it's sort of been like, all right. Well, if I'm not on set every second yeah. day, um, how am I going to feel? that time or mm-hmm. how am I going to do it myself? So um, poor Andy's been a photographer <laughs> on a few photo shoots for me and um, I've learned a lot about hair and makeup and also about um, sort of creating, yeah, this IGTV series that I've done um, with the guys called the Lady Bunch and, um, yeah, new new revenue streams, yeah. I guess. Yeah, it's fun. So 
sorry, Sarah, I'm just going to jump in. I don't know if you're going to say something. Yeah, I've no, been no. pretty mute the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Just for people that are listening, obviously we know you and some people are listening who requested you know you, but what do you do? <laughs> I should have asked that at the start, right? Like, what do you do? Tell us what you um, do. Well, I always just say model because that's the yeah. easiest way to describe what I do. But I'm also 30 now, which is like... I'm like a grandma in the modeling no, world. No, wait, you're still hot. No, it's like, that's like, I'm like old in the modeling world. Um, but I think like digital, creator. Yeah. Um, ambassador. Ambassador, yeah, I do a lot of ambassador roles. People say influencer. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Influencer, I guess. Um, uh, yeah. I do it. I do a ton of stuff. Yeah, we love that. I actually didn't know you were mo- you were a model. What kind of modeling did you do? Yeah, so I did. Um, I mean, it was like editorial, catwalk, um, oh. from the age of seventeen. So I sort of modeled all throughout uni um, as my part time job, yeah. which was great. Um, and then sort of got. I think when I sort of reached the age of like twenty four, I think. Oh, actually, no, it would have been. I took a break from modeling. In when I was 23, because I was doing my master's and just I didn't have time to um, to have that side job. Yeah. Um, and then sort of went back to it when I was like 24, 25. But then when I was 24, 25, my body started to change and um, I wasn't a string bean like I used to be. <laughs> and so that's sort of when I stopped doing catwalk. Huh, interesting. Cool. Were yeah. you scouted? Yeah. Did, oh, fun. By, um, do you remember Eugene Lowe? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Wait, gi- not Giant. Was it Giant? No. Um, it was Scene Models oh my back God. then. And then That's showing our giant, age. That's um, crazy. Yeah. I don't even know if they're still around I don't anymore. think they are. I don't think they are. So you, what did you study when you went to university? Um, I did my undergrad in media and comms and okay. majored in public relations. And then I went straight in and did my master's of comms after that. Oh, you did? Yeah. You're so I like. Cookie. Well, I also just didn't want to get a full time <laughs> job. <laughs> and then after I finished my master's, I actually toyed with the idea of doing a PhD. Um, and my dad was like, no, go get a real yeah. job now. <laughs> what, what does a master of comms teach you? Well, you sort of like delve into sort of the um, more, uh, what's the word, like um, psychological psychological, and, oh. and the way in which people communicate and um, the theories behind sort of, it's more thea- theatrical, no, <laughs> it's more um, uh, theory-based than practical. So like masters, you sort of delve into like why people think the, the, a certain way around um, you know, marketing and, and how it all and communication. Mm-hmm. and Is that yeah. like this might be a similar concept, how colours can trigger people to purchase totally. things? Totally. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. It was cool. a really interesting, um, yeah, course to study. I loved it. Um, not as like not as practical as, as an undergraduate, um, but, yeah, really interesting. Does it help you in any sense now with your Instagram and social media? Yeah. I still use everything that I – I mean, not everything because you learn some weird (laughs) stuff at uni. But I still use a lot of what I learned at uni. Um, I mean, you know, like PR, marketing. Yeah. That's essentially what I do. Exactly. But instead of applying it to a brand, I apply it to myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you are a brand. Well, yeah. Yeah, Exactly. (laughs) I am a brand. Yeah. (laughs) Did you you ever use it for a nine-to-five kind of job? Yeah. So um, in, gosh, what year would it have been? 2015, I think. I I got my first full-time job out of uni and I stopped modelling for a bit and um, got a job in a social media marketing firm. It was like a tech startup as well. So they were also developing um, technology for – small businesses to create their own uh, Facebook and social media ads. Oh, cool. Um, so instead of getting um, an agency to do it, small businesses would be able to use this tech and um, create it themselves. And um, they were called Tiger Pistol. So they were just in Cremorne. Oh. Um, yeah, it was awesome. That's such a, oh, great, Do you ever miss working in that kind of environment? Yeah, I miss – I'll tell you what I miss. I miss 
like the office yeah like like that feel I remember yeah. when um you guys used to be in at LMB oh, yeah um and I'd just like pop my head and be like hey guys what's going on <laughs> um whenever I was in there because I just miss that like community that, like, community yeah and like Friday night knockoff drinks yeah. and and that sort of um thing but I mean I love the flexibility of my job yeah now um and also just being able to like bounce ideas off other mm-hmm. people yeah. like you guys are so lucky you've got each other um to just be like hey I had a dream about this last night yeah. what do you reckon yeah um whereas for me it's like I've got to find someone <laughs> your local coffee man yeah exactly <laughs> my goldfish over yeah. there in the corner like, hey I've got this idea hey what do you think <laughs> I think sometimes people I think it's kind of lonely sometimes tell me if you think this too working for yourself and stuff it does get a little bit lonely totally do you struggle with that yeah although I mean I like the longer I've been in doing this the more I realize that you need to you actively need to go out and And be like a routine too yeah Yeah. have a routine and then also just like rely on other people so um you know I'll like I call all of our we've got a team management team of yeah. like five or six people and I'll constantly check in with them mm-hmm. throughout the day or um I make sure that I do have those touch points with yeah. other people because I, otherwise it's yeah it can be lonely especially yeah. during this time where yeah you're not working with um other people mm-hmm. normally you know on a photo shoot you'd have at least five other people yeah um that you're working with whereas now <laughs> It's, like, it's hey. just me and my goldfish. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's really important. We've got the same management and it is, it's kind of, you do feel part, part of a team. Mm. It's amazing. Um, I just want to go back to, cause I read, I was researching you this morning and I didn't know this. Can we go back to young Beck? Where did you grow up? <laughs> um, I grew up sort of all over Australia. My, um, I was born in, I was born in Melbourne yeah. um, and we lived in Albert Park. So just okay. not too far from where I live now. Um, and then not long after my younger sister Poppy was born, my dad took a job um, over in Western Australia in a town called Newman, yeah. um, which is about half an hour from Kalgoorlie. See, I didn't know this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it's literally like a, this, like the smallest mining town ever um in the middle of WA and um so we lived there for how many years like four years I think wow yeah um how so old were you then I was in grade one and we left when I was I think in grade three or grade four it's very it's really confusing because Western Australia have a different school schooling yeah. um thing but yeah I think I was like grade three or grade four when we left so did you go to school there or were you homeschooled oh, no so I went to school, school. there oh, yeah shit. so it was like a, a little local primary school um and it was actually I mean it was the best because at that age you know you just it's like oh do you like playing soccer yeah, yeah. I like playing soccer yeah. like great let's be yeah. friends so um you don't have there's like you, you, there's no like um, judgment or mm-hmm. you just if you like something you have something in common with someone you just become friends with yeah. them um, so I had yeah that it was because it was a mining town there was a lot of um, people from like all different walks of life so there was um, a ton of indigenous kids there was um, a lot of uh, Vietnamese that had traveled over a lot of Germans weirdly oh, wow. um, and then obviously you know just people like me. <laughs> you know, like little from, old me. Little old me just from <laughs> the big smoke. Um, and, yeah, it was just like a really, like, cool time. I was going to yeah. say that sounds like a really cool experience. Yeah. Like it would have been so grounding. Yeah, totally. Like I have like the happiest memories of me running around with literally with a soccer ball in, yeah. <laughs> um, in like red dirt, no shoes yeah. on. Um, yeah, awesome. And then after that, did you come back to Melbourne? Then we moved to um, a town in Victoria called Muldura on the Murray River um, and we lived there for a few years. Then I actually went to boarding school in Melbourne. Mm -hmm. Um, So they they sent me back to the city (laughs) (laughs) Um, and during that time my parents then moved back to Western Australia to another mining town um, up north and – 
yeah, so that's where I'd go oh, back. Yeah. So essentially you're a country girl. Yeah. I knew yeah. I liked you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, fellow country girls, love that. Um, do you have any other questions before I go into all these questions that people have come in? I have a question about boarding school. What mm-hmm. was that experience like? Oh, I, I always wanted it. to go to boarding school. Did you? Yes. I was like, I was so, I mean, I knew, I was enrolled at, um, I went to Melbourne Girls Grammar. Um, I was enrolled at Merton Hall from like the day I was born. Oh. Um, I think weirdly they have like some sort of you've got to enroll yeah. from mm. like a young this age from Rosa. or something. Yeah, I have yeah. no idea but I've learned it, yeah. You've got to get on the enrollment. On the list, <laughs> yeah. On the list. Um, and so I always knew that I was going to boarding school oh. um, and it was always going to be year nine. I don't know why. I think that's just sort of like the general yeah, age yeah. or year that people start um, boarding school. Um, so I always knew about it but I was so scared just because it was so different to my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and but yeah, I loved it. It was it's kind of like a big sleepover um with your girlfriends every night. On weekends, can you go and do things? Yeah, I was really lucky. I had um a few friends outside of the boarding house and so I'd go and stay, stay. with oh, friends' yeah. families. That's a good idea. That's cool. Um which was great because you know it's nice to Leave. get out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um but it was sorry. It was so much fun. Yeah. Just getting a dead leg. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> Happens all the time. <laughs> were, were, you, were you rebellious at high school? <laughs> no. Really? I, um, really? Not at all. I, well, kind of. I. We had a pretty rebellious year, I think. Um, but like I got to, I think it was like two weeks before year 12 exams and I realized that I've never, I'd, I'd never snuck out of the boarding house. Oh. And so I was like, oh, shit, I've got to do it once. <laughs> and so like planned this whole night out and I snuck out once. Did you get caught? No. It oh, was I, I was that. really smart. Um, for all those boarding uh, house girls who were listening, this is how you do it. Um, actually, they're probably, they, there's no they're way probably they can already, yeah. Um, I do want to know how you yeah, did it. Yeah, I do though. too. So, well, what we did is we like we found a window that you could sneak out of. So we did that. But I packed my going out <laughs> gear in a little side bag um, and was dressed in like tracksuit pants and Ugg boots oh. um, when I left. So like snuck out with my little bag of like going out clothes <laughs> in the morning, stayed out all night in the morning, got dressed back into my tracksuit pants and Ugg <gasps> boots and just walked back through the gates. Oh, my God. Like I'd been up for an early morning walk down to the cafe. Clever. Oh. And I but actually, she's coming back drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I walked back in and our um, school nurse actually walked past <gasps> me and was like, morning, Beck. And I was like, morning. <laughs> You're like, they just didn't expect you to be the yeah, one that breaks probably, out. Yeah, <laughs> so true. After that, how many times? Did you, did you just do it once? Just once. Oh, I would have been like, th- like wanted to get that thrill and do it again. <laughs> I was like, yes, I've done it. Um Okay, so we've asked people to bring in questions as well. So Amazing. Um, one, how did you become an influencer? <laughs> Sorry to use that word because I hate That's it so too. Bad. I like cringe, but I'm like, well, technically we are influencers. Yeah. Um, how did I start it? I mean, I think it was a natural progression from modelling. I think there's a lot of influencers that were models. Mm, yeah. Um, and I guess, you know, you just – I don't even know how I started. It was just – I started getting a following um, on Instagram and then I think I started getting um, brands would mm. or PR agencies would send me um, like press packs or gifting um, and then eventually you sort of start to build a relationship with the agency or brands. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then it just sort of flows well, that, and there, now, I guess. And now you're here. And now I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question for both of you actually when it comes to influencers in Instagram and mm. your brands like with you Beck is there some non-negotiables with brands you work with yeah I always like people always ask me who my favorite or like ideal brand would be to work mm-hmm. with and I just said any brand that I actually love or use mm-hmm. are my dream clients yeah, because course. that's you know, it makes your life so much or your job so much easier because you're not making up stuff. So generally my rule of thumb is if I don't like or agree with the brand or, um, or you know, if I've never used the product before, yeah. it's not for me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, pretty much every single – all of my long-term um, clients that I've been working with for two, three years now are brands that I genuinely use 
and love. Yeah. yeah. I think everyone's influencer yeah, says that though. Well, we'd <laughs> hope so. <laughs> As a follower, if I thought of you, I would think of fitness, food Health, and beauty. beauty. Yeah. 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 They're like, they're sort of your core values. They're my, they're my pillars. pillars. Yeah. And that is, they're kind of my general interest, although I've just taken up um, flower arranging. So <laughs> if there's any... Uh, if there's any hit, florists out there that want LMB up. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> joking. But yeah, so they're my sort of general like work pillars that I um yeah, work between. Yeah. New lockdown hobby, huh? Yeah. I think for me, like I yeah. working in the health fitness kind of space and beauty, I refuse to work with any companies that pr- um promote weight loss. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. That's... Just because my history, like I've had an eating disorder, totally. I want to promote like all that, like the good stuff. I just refuse to work with anyone that's promoting weight loss. I just think, well, I think it's, it's not right. I think it's kind of irresponsible. Yeah, really. it is. Yeah. Um, if you think about the people who are on Instagram yeah. and yeah, it's, yeah. And especially like, totally. I don't know about your following, but most of my following is females and yeah, females are same. so fucking insecure. So yeah. no way would I do that. I've also been asked recently and Sarah's like, Sorry to put you, throw you under the bus. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what you're going to say, Becca. <laughs> but I get this company all the time. I don't know if it's because, like, I'm a single white chick. I don't know. But, like, vibrators oh. all oh. the time. And Sarah's like, oh, my God, you should say yes. And you say something. I'm like, I'm all for it, but I'm not promoting that. Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm all for, like, women pleasuring themselves yeah, whatever. But also I'm like, I can't put that on my Instagram. Yeah. I just yeah. can't. So I'm like, nah. <laughs> it's like my dad follows me. There's <laughs> no way that's going I know. on there. And like my mum, my dad, I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, sorry, I know you were like, yes, do it, do it. But I was like, no, 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 no way. Um, do you have another question? Um, can you tell us something that would surprise us about you? <laughs> um... <laughs> um Oh, what's something about me that would surprise you? I guess, you know what, I'm actually, um, this, I mean, I'm not sure if this would surprise you or not, <laughs> but I'm quite a, I, um, I suffer from like anxiety really? um, quite heavily um, and especially during this time that sort of yeah. anxiety and, um, and a bit of depression, which is mm-hmm. like, a lot of people are like, what, how? You're such a happy, shiny person. Mm. Um, but I think that's sort of part of it, you know, the yeah. peaks and troughs. Um, but, yeah, I guess that's maybe something that might surprise people is that I'm not as – I'm not always as happy and shiny yeah. and, and confident as I may always appear. Yeah. And what do you do – was there, like, anything that you do to help the anxiety and help when you're feeling like that? Yeah. I mean, like – I've been trying to meditate. That's not like. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Um, I try to do that. Um, I, I, see a, I see a therapist and mm-hmm. I, that's something that I've always been such a huge advocate for. Um, I mean, I, someone once told me that, you know, they're, they're like, you see a um, an accountant to help with your mm-hmm. taxes. You go to. A personal trainer. Exactly. Yeah. For your fitness. It's like, why wouldn't you go to a specialist mm-hmm. for your mental health? Um so I do that. Um, I think. I think also like during this time, especially, I've learned a lot about myself and how things that tr- might trigger me mm. or, um, yeah. But yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> as we see therapists, I was I just think- about to say I really respect you for opening up about that because yeah. Tal and I are big advocates for therapists, and yeah. everyone we have conversations with. They're like, oh, I see one too, but it's just not spoken about exactly. enough. Exactly, and there's this, there's yeah. a stigma around yeah. it still. I yeah. think, and I think it's so important. This is one thing that I always say, and I've said it on a podcast before. One person said to me, similar to what you were saying, is like, and especially for me, like I spend so much time. You see me at the gym. Mm-hmm. We like spend so yeah. much time working out, like your physical body. It's like, what are we doing for the inside yeah, stuff? Totally. So I'm all for therapists and for that. And I think it's brave to admit because for some reason people are always so hesitant. I and think people like, are like, oh, you see a oh, – it's like you think that people are going to be like, yeah. holy shit, they see a therapist, they must be really fucked yeah, up. No, like <laughs> you're fucking crazy. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm going to see a therapist so I can be a better person to be around totally. and be a better person for myself because I have to sit with myself during lockdown. Yeah. Just sit with myself yeah. and I'm like, whoa, I didn't know that was going to come up. But, um, yeah, I think it's so important. Yeah. yeah. And you know what, and like Andy was um, talking about, like he was talking about like um, 
you know, in in business with like sort of getting people to help um, with his businesses mm. and and when the best time to get sort of a mentor or a business yeah. sort of um, therapist, I don't know what they're yeah. called, um, in to like sort of do, do team building exercises or work through problems that you may have. Um, it was like the best time to do that is when you're actually feeling like everything's great. That's true. Um, and so I always try, yes, I will call up my therapist and be like, I need it. This is bad. Like my life is like ending. Yeah. I need to like chat with you. But then also there's times where it's like, I feel like I'm in control of everything yeah. right now. Everything's great. Like I'm traveling well. Now's a good time to talk to you because my emotions aren't running wild or there's no like it's everything's quite clear yeah and sometimes that's like the best yeah I agree it's the time that you need to Mm-mm. dive into that okay how would you describe your profession if you were asked by an airport customs officer <laughs> I love this question yeah, I like this question too yeah um I say model just yeah. because that's like the easiest yeah yeah like I said before the easiest way to describe what I do um so if you're filling in a customs card to go yeah. into the US, yeah. would they then be oh, like, oh, you, you need a business visa or something? Oh, Because no. we have so many friends that go to the US and yeah. won't write down model actor or yeah. whatever because they get interrogated at oh, wow. customs. Mm. Yeah. I've They're like, well, been... how come you don't have a working visa? Why are you here? Are you here for work? But yeah, yeah so right. you have to be careful. I mean, I've if you're never just not been working, picked up on that. that. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's a Andy always thing. gets picked up at the airport at LAX, so maybe that's he. Oh, yeah, he takes the. He job. takes them. <laughs> they're like, oh, you go through. It's so nerve wracking. I've been pulled up before, and it's so nerve wracking. They're so intimidating. Um, Last time we went to um, LA, Andy actually got you know that when you go through the customs and there's that glass room on the oh, left. That's my side, worst nightmare. He got taken in there oh. um, because for what some reason he had a. He'd gotten a new passport and I think the um, – Visa was in the other one? Yeah. That, yeah. So you have to take your old visa. You go, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, that's and my worst so nightmare. he – and then also <laughs> because um, back in the day he went to Afghanistan with like the radio show, yeah. he also would get oh, picked up picked every up. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so he had like a whole lot of issues. <laughs> but he got, um, yeah, taken in there for like – I think it was like seven hours. <gasps> What did you and do? well, I like waited for a bit, and then um, I actually started this. This is <laughs> tell me to shut up if you don't want to hear it. But so I was like waiting outside. Then I got asked to move on by one of the security. <laughs> so I went down and got our bags, and then was waiting down at the bags and was like forty five minutes, an hour later. I was like, where is he? Um, and then a woman came over and was like, hey, are you waiting for someone up in that room? And I said, yeah. My boyfriend, and she said, I'm a teacher and I'm traveling with these um, three students. One of my students has been taken in there and um, she's 16. She's never been overseas before. Oh, my God, how intense. And they wouldn't, I'm her guardian, legal guardian, but they wouldn't let me in with her. (gasps) And so she was like, I don't know if she's okay. Like she's been in there for an hour. And I was like, look, my boyfriend's in there. I don't think they're meant to have their phones, but let me see if I can get in contact with him. So I was like messaging Andy. I was like, there's a girl with brown curly hair. She's probably oh looking God. really scared. Um, can you check on her and let her know that her teacher's out here with me and that she's going to be okay. Bless. And then Andy was like, I'm not meant to be texting. She's okay. I've got her. Like, anyway. And then like five minutes later, a Spanish band came over and was like, are you texting someone in that room? And I was like, yes. And he was like, my wife and two children oh, are in no. there. Can you um, text them to let, like your boyfriend oh to let them? So anyway, I was like running this whole ring and Andy's like, Chris, oh, I'm not on my phone. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it's intimidating. It's intimidating. That's like my worst fear. I remember you got pulled up once yes. and I kept, I kept going through. I was like, oh my, you're like, yeah, what a bitch. I was. I'll meet you at the hotel. What a bitch. She walks out like 45 minutes later. She's like, fuck you. I was like. I just thought you were behind me. <laughs> I was like, fuck you. Um, what do you love about the influ- influencer world and what do you dislike? Um, what do I love? I love, I, I mean, I love that I work for myself and yeah. I love the flexibility. Um, I love that every day is different. I love that I get to work with really amazing people mm-hmm. um, that I, you know, wouldn't have even dreamed of working with um is that the saying wouldn't have even dreamed dreamt? is that the saying dreamt, dreamt? But is um, that but is that the 
I don't know, Sarah, right you're good at this stuff. Yeah. I always get sayings wrong. <laughs> Sarah's good at this stuff. I know what you mean. Anyway, but like, yeah, wouldn't have even like imagined yeah. that I would have been working with them um, once upon a time. So I love that um, about it. I guess what don't I like? I don't like the stigma attached to yeah. it. Um, I think that's bullshit. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, and unfair. Um, like at the end of the day, you know, I'm – working for myself and making good money. I work hard. Um, and I, I mean, I guess there are people out there that aren't doing the right things mm. that might be, yeah, doing, you know, promoting, promoting stuff, stuff that's yeah. not, that's not ethical or right. Um, but I, I do. And I, I think that's great. I yeah. think it should be celebrated more and, um, you know, it's just a new job. People, yeah. I think people are afraid of new things. So I think so too. I think yeah. people are intimidated as well. Yeah. It's like you have to, people have to understand now that the digital space and what marketing once was is not anymore. Totally. It's in the digital space. So we have to kind of get used to now having influences or yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, I think. I have a question. This is something Rosa asked us once. If Instagram didn't exist tomorrow, what would you do? <laughs> Um, I mean, I'd probably be working in PR <laughs> like that. Was, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I think probably PR. I remember your friend Lauren Zervos. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So Lauren and I went to boarding school, school together. together. Boarding, yeah. yeah, we're in the boarding house together. And I remember she was sort of a bit of a mentor to me. Um, she sort of, I think from, because I was in year nine when she was in year 12 and for some reason she took me under her oh, wing a bit. the best. And I remember... Um, asking her what she was going to study at uni and she was like, I'm going to study PR and I'd never heard of it and I was like, what is that? <laughs> and she was told me all about it and I was like, that actually sounds like something I'd be really good at. Mm-hmm. So um, that was sort of how my path into, um, that's how I found my path into PR. Um, you know, I like meeting new people. Yeah. I like socialising. Um, I like writing, um, you know. It was yeah, yeah perfect for me yeah um so I'd probably be working in PR I think and your side hustle too don't forget that oh yeah, yeah. actually yeah <laughs> we're not allowed to talk about but we're not allowed to talk that. about that <laughs> um another one what's your favorite workout we all work out regularly I feel like do you work out every day no oh you don't I try oh, to really? I try to no I should um I actually go through like I go through yeah. phases like sometimes I'll be like super crazy and Sometimes I'll get like two workouts in a day. Like I'll go for a run and then I'll do a Pilates class or something. Um, We're also guys in not the right routine. I know space that's at the, the moment. Thing it's like such a really weird, hard. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Sometimes I'll you know be super strict and and you know get everything that I need to get done. Um, but other times I'm like I'm CBS. eating pasta and yeah. I'm sitting on the couch this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. I what? like I I probably work out like four. Five times a week. And what's your favourite workouts? At the moment it's been running. I've found that it's going back to my mental health, it's yeah. been really helping with that. I've never been a big runner. Um, like long distance? Yeah. Yeah. Well, not that long. <laughs> I've been doing like 6K. Um, um, but like that's long for me. Um, and, yeah, I've been really loving it. And also like getting out the fresh air. Yeah. 100%. Um, seeing people, it's seeing like, people. oh, hey, hey, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> out of my house. It's the one opportunity as well, you don't have to wear a mask. So, I yes. know, that's another reason I why I took it, it up. Totally. Yeah. The mask thing can go get fucked. I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another question Where will be the first place you go after lockdown? Ooh. Like a holiday destination or? Oh, and I want to know restaurant actually because I love you because you love food yeah, and I love yeah. food. So yeah. I'm like, oh. So we've got two questions. Um, oh, well, I actually think my fir- the first place I'm going to go is um, like restaurant-wise re- restaurant would probably be Bistro Elba in Sorrento. It's like this beautiful little French oh, cute. Uh, restaurant. It was the last, it was the, the, the place that, the first place that Andy and I went after the last lockdown. Oh, it's like a little ritual. <laughs> um, and it's just so good. Like it's just sort of um, cosy and really good wine list, beautiful classic um, French food made from, made from local produce on the Mornington Peninsula. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be the first place I'm going restaurant-wise. And then a holiday, oh. It's so hard. Like you could pick anywhere. It's I like, like where's anywhere. your dream place? I'm like, just want to get Actually, out of Melbourne. You know it'll probably be 
um, New Zealand. Because yeah. I think that bubble's probably going to open up. Yeah. I love first. New Zealand. And it's, yeah, it's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. Um, probably New Zealand. I've only Thank been you. to New Zealand once, but I do want to go and explore it Yeah, more. we went for a it's wedding amazing. once in summer and it was so, so – I I was actually embarrassed that I'd never been to New Zealand before. I'm like, <laughs> it's so close. Why have we not been here? It's so beautiful. Yeah. Just like – I mean, it's so lush and like – Fresh. Um, like fresh air. Fresh air, yeah. yeah. Um, all of the like produce that they grow there is amazing – Wines, just about yeah. to say wines. Like, oh, we, we went to a winery, didn't we? The wedding was at a winery, wasn't it? I think it was. It was in that winery region. It was. It was. Sure. Skiing is also really good there. Yeah, I don't like skiing, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the beaches. <laughs> I'll take the beaches. Okay, another question. I pray ski. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just, yeah, exactly. Um, so you've referenced your boyfriend, Andy. How did yeah. you guys meet? <laughs> um, so when I was... Doing my master's, I mentioned before that I sort of stopped modelling um, just because I couldn't um, – It was well, uni, I was at uni five days a week um, full-time and um, so I took up a job in a cafe on the weekends and um, Andy came into the cafe one day and I had to serve him um, <laughs> <laughs> and he had the longest breakfast ever, which I've now learnt – is like very unusual because he's like in and out. Um, is this because he fancied you and he just wanted to stay? Yeah. Ooh, like he cute. just kept, but he just like kept on ordering stuff. <laughs> and I was like, buddy, you've had like five like courses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, he left a um, a little note on a napkin. Oh my god, cute. that's cute. Which was cute, but I was also like. Oh, this guy's done that before, which he hasn't. He actually hadn't. Um, Isn't that funny? We automatically think that know, about any like, guy. It's crazy. I was like, oh, this is his move. <laughs> Lame. How long did it take you to call message? Um, I think it was a few days because he left his email address as well, which oh. annoyed me. I was like, that's odd. Yeah. It's like, I'm going <laughs> to also leave my MSN. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, Annoyed that he'd left his email address, um, and so I think I emailed him, yeah, like the the next day or day after, and was like, "Hey, nice to meet you. Um, here's my phone number. Never email me again. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird." Um, and then he called me straight away. He was such a keen bean. What year was this? Uh, Two thousand and fourteen. Oh, I was gonna say, and what was the cafe? Uh, patch. Do you remember Patch? Oh my it was like god, a paleo I do. Yeah. in Richmond. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, huh. cute. Is that not open anymore? I think it is still open. It's changed owners. It was like cool for like oh, it was, a hot minute. It was cr- that was when it was like I worked there when we sort of first opened. And yeah, it was insane. It was like, like the cool spot to go. We'd have like waiting lists of like an hour and a half for a table. Really? I'd yeah. never wait an hour and a half and for breakfast. And people would get so well. That's the thing. People yeah, I would get never. So frustrated, and I was like, we can't do, do anything. Yeah, yeah, somewhere yeah. Else. yeah literally. Um, yeah, crazy. Um, what do you have a question now? We yeah. do have quite a few questions. I do have the next That's one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Bit controversial, mm-hmm. and I, you might have a diplomatic answer. But who is your favourite co-host of the Lady Bunch? <laughs> <laughs> Did Elliot write this one? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know who wrote this. Someone. It was someone random, and I was like, oh, good question. <laughs> Everyone brings something to the table, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> um, but, I mean, that like I appreciate every single member of the Lady Bunch because we do. We all have um, – we all don't see necessarily see eye to eye all the time. Yeah. We're all very different personalities, um, which I think is what makes the yeah, show. Yeah, 100%. Um, I think Emma and I are probably most similar in um, our – like thinking and approach. Mm, mm. Elliot and I are very, very close friends. Um, and then Roro and I just get on like a yeah. house on fire. Um, even though we've, I mean, yeah, we're all Everyone's very different. so different, but, but like mesh. It's yeah. a good little combo. Yeah. So the answer to that really is <laughs> everyone. 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 <laughs> good one. Um, I'm going to ask, how do you unwind and reconnect? Um, oh, I'm not very good at that. But I guess at nighttime, Andy and I love watching um, Netflix. 
He's just coming down the stairs now. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> what are you um, watching at the moment? We uh, we just finished um, McMillions. So we love oh, our doco. Have you series? Oh, I've watched the first two. It was really, really interesting. It's really I haven't interesting. watched it. Um, so I think, yeah, like we – like and we, or oh, Andy's very strict with me when we're watching shows. He's like, "Get off your phone." He'll like pause the TV and just like stare at me if I'm scrolling Instagram. I like that though. And we'll be like, "Can I? Can we continue I, yet?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Okay, fine. We can go yeah. phone down." Um, he has been known to even put my phone in like an ice bucket. That's actually a good corner, idea. I need to do that just with to my be own like, phone. We're off. Yeah. Um, but it is annoying because a lot of my friends have kids, and so at nighttime. After it's the when, kids have gone, yeah, when they're bath all time. like, yeah, they're all riding after back. Bath time, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I do. That's when it's like my busiest. But um, yeah, watching, like switching off, just watching, unwinding. Yeah. yeah. Do you and have any other Netflix recommendations? Oh, I have a ton. Um, the Jinx is. Oh my gosh, Tom from Fox. Yeah, keeps I, t- I got him me, onto that. Keeps telling me to watch it. So is this Netflix do or Stan? Netflix. Netflix. It. The Jinx is probably my all-time favorite what's, series I've ever watched. What's I that hear about? This all the time. So it's about. I won't give too much away, and I'm. Okay, I'll just try and keep it short because otherwise I will give stuff away (laughs) because I'm really good at giving stuff away. Um, So it's about a guy who um, is the heir to a multi-million dollar, um, uh, uh, what's the word, like, um, What's the word? Oh my gosh! Just, like yeah, but like to like a property developing oh, yeah, yeah. Um, company. Um, so his family essentially own like a ton of New York City, mm-hmm. um, and he is one of the um, the heirs to the family throne. Throne fortune. business fortune. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's not Game of Thrones, guys. I promise. Um, and anyway, he has randomly over the years been linked to a ton of murders all <gasps> around America. Oh, my God. This is a true story. True story. I've watched the documentary on this, dude. What's, it's what's his so real name? good. Oh. Um, Robert Durst. Yes. It is mind-boggling. And it's one of those series that um, like the documentary makers discover things and then it's like a follow-up, like they – forces the um, police force or the FBI or whoever is investigating in charge of investigating those things in America to reopen the case and look. Oh, they, that was pretty. It's insane. Wow. So how yeah. many seasons are there? Just one. Oh, that and I think there's like only one. I think there's like six episodes maybe, six or seven episodes. And um, like all I'll say is the last ten minutes of the final episode, like I still get goosebumps. Shut like, up. Thinking about it now, it is like insane. Okay. I reckon it's like yeah, the best. Okay, the I jinx. need to. I literally, I've been getting told from Tom for weeks to watch yep. this because I love. So good. Power. Did you ever watch Power and like? Yeah, yep. He's kind. He's like it's kind of like Power, but not really. I reckon it's. There's never been. I'm like. I'm. Never. I. It's. I find it hard to love other crime doco series after watching the Jinx because I'm like oh, yeah, that was good, but not as good as the Jinx. Oh, my God, okay. Mm. We need to watch that. That's mm. what we're going to do this weekend because I think the weather's going to be miserable. Yeah. Um, another question that we got asked is, oh, I just had it and now I've lost it. Oh, <laughs> life in the fast lane, dating your boyfriend. How is that? Do you struggle and, <laughs> yeah? Um, not really. I mean, we have a very, we're very fortunate. We have a, a wonderful life. Um, but it's busy. Like that, that's one thing that I have enjoyed. And then, and, and then it turned into a bit of a struggle because it's, I was like, it's for so long. Um, but during COVID it's like, we've slowed our life down hugely. Like this is the longest we've been in Australia for in the past six years. Um, and like normally on a normal week, there'd be at least two nights that, both of us would be out. Yeah. So um, being in at home, just the two of us every single night um, has been really nice. Um, but, yeah, it's busy. We both work a lot. We both work at odd hours as well. Yeah. Um, which 
I actually really like because we've got it. We've both got our own things going mm-hmm. on all the time, um, which is nice. But um, yeah, we're very lucky. Yeah, I think COVID's like helped a lot of people kind of slow down and stuff like that, and especially relationships. Yeah, during COVID, like you obviously spoke about, but has there been any times where you're like, oh my god, I'm gonna like. <laughs> Not like I'm gonna not kill, but like oh my god, I can't do this anymore. Like lock yourself in another room, or like yeah, totally. has there been any like tell, like dive in a little bit deep about that? Yeah, um, I I I actually I thrived through in the first lockdown. Did you? I was like. I was doing my workouts every morning. I got myself into a, a really lot. good yeah. routine. I was cooking a lot. Um, was like busy with work, like just thriving. Yeah. Um, and then this second one just knocked me yeah. right off my perch. I was like, what is going on? How? I was like, but I did so well <laughs> last time. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, and this one I've just really struggled and I still haven't found my feet. I'm sure a lot of people yeah, are in the same hard. boat. It's tough. Um, but, yeah, I've like – the first one I was working f- just from the dining room table and then this second time around I found that I've had to um, like create a study in a separate yeah. bedroom and be a bit really be a bit about stricter it. Yeah. about it because it just wasn't, yeah, wasn't working for me. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think everyone would be feeling tough. that. 100%. This is one of Tal's favourite questions. What would you tell your younger self? <laughs> that is a nice question. Um, I think I'd tell myself, I've been, I've been asked this before and, um, I, I always say that like you're doing great because I, um, and like, you're going to find people in your life who appreciate you. And when I, I, I did, um, say that in another interview once and then they were like, oh, like why, what do you mean by going to find people? Like were you struggling? And I was like, oh, no, no, no. (laughs) I was fine. I had friends. (laughs) Um, But it was just sort of like you're going to find people that really appreciate who you are and what you do and support that. And um, I think that was something, you know, I think that all teenagers probably go through where it's like, oh, am I weird? Yeah. People don't get my sense of humour or mm. people don't get the way I dress or people, you know, don't get my personality or um, so you always feel quite um, unsure about yourself. Yeah. And I think that's just, you know, that's part of growing up. But knowing now, like, you're going to be fine. Yeah. You're yeah. not weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, everything is going pe- to be okay. Yeah, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. I think that's sort of just – what I would love to be able to go back and tell myself because maybe I would have, um, you know, had the confidence to be like, no, I am a funny person. Yeah. Deal like, with it. Yeah. Deal with it. Like yeah. you, people will, will appreciate my humour or whatever it may be. So, yeah. Okay, another question that someone asked, favourite people to follow on Instagram, like influencers? And I think my – oh, Andy's just walked downstairs and he's like <laughs> waiting. He's like, me, me? <laughs> Uh, yeah, if anyone doesn't fo- already follow my boyfriend, it's An- <laughs> at Andy Tom Lee. <laughs> we'll pop that in the show. We'll pop that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think probably just, I mean, I really like following friends. I mm. love, um, I follow a lot of uh, interior um, designers. I really love interiors especially at the moment for some reason I'm like because well, we're stuck at home we're stuck at home <laughs> I'm like I need to redo everything um and architects my mum also is an architect and interior oh, designer yeah. so um I've grown up with um architecture yeah. interiors books all over the place um and then yeah just friends I also actually I really like um Alison Roman she's a, an American um chef who writes for the New York Times. Um, I really love her Instagram. Yeah. That was one of Sarah's questions was, who is your favourite cooking personality? Yeah. Yeah. I I really love Alison Roman. She's like really cool. She's about our age, maybe a little bit older, Um, really quirky, funny, and her like every single one of her recipes that I've ever cooked, A, work, 
Yeah. You know how like yeah, sometimes yeah. you like try your recipe and you're like, I followed the recipe to a T and it's not, <laughs> it hasn't worked. She, all of her recipes work, are pretty simple. Um, Was like she not the master mind behind the shallot pasta? Yep. Wow. Yeah, okay. Oh, <laughs> I didn't see that. Did you cook it? I haven't cooked it yet, but it's, it's on I my tablet. Is like I was. It's essentially just like shallots and tomatoes. Wait, shallots. You like can't as in, like, like as in onion. onion. Yeah. Not no, like no, like the, the little, little onions. You know those little oh, brown shallots. onions. I can't have onions, so the oh, onion that's world. That's a no go for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a, just steer clear. I'm on the toilet for like ten days. <laughs> steer clear. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just like this pasta that it went viral. I think first lockdown in the states, and everyone was like talking about this shallot pasta. Really, I did not see it. It was. Amazing. And then I finally cooked it this second lockdown and I was like, holy shit, people Shallot aren't pasta. like making a fuss over nothing. Like it's real. It's real. It was just it's just and it's so simple and it's just like saucy and tomatoey. I mean, obviously like oniony, but <laughs> it was so good. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. that's Sarah's jam. You would love that. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna cook it. 100%. Yeah, give it well. Um, what was the other question before? I just looked at Oh, yeah. So one person said, we know you love cooking and exercise. Would you, what would you choose, exercise or cooking? cooking. You have to choose one. Cooking. <laughs> cooking. Love that. That wasn't hard. Um, yeah, it's like at the end of the day, like even just like chopping vegetables, I find. It's therapeutic. Quite, yeah. yeah um, calming. So like cooking a meal, especially for like someone you love or for family or friends. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's really – A labour of love. Yeah, you get a lot out of it. Yeah, I agree. Um, Well, now that we're talking about food, is there any Mm -hmm. other questions you have? Because I feel like we could finish on your food game. Yeah, my food game. But there is one question I really want to ask. Yeah. Your most memorable meal, what would that have been? (laughs) I'm going to say it would be – apologies to all the vegos out there because this is like – um gross but it was um in 2013 I think so 2012 maybe anyway um my family and I drove around um France for a month oh wow and um essentially like went to a ton of wineries and um beautiful chateaus and um drove all through the countryside it was really beautiful um over the Christmas holidays and um, we were in, I think we were in Champagne and we went to this beautiful little um, restaurant in, um, in a town just outside of Champagne and um, that had been, I think it had been recommended by, um, anyway, someone. Anyway, uh, that's not important. Um, <laughs> and there was this really cute guy who was around the same age as me um, sitting on a table with his family. Were you single? French? Uh, no, I wasn't single, but I was like, he's cute. And, yes, he was French. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not single tonight. <laughs> I was like, what boyfriend? I don't have a boyfriend. Um, and he was eating um, steak tartare. Oh, oh yum. And a ma- but it was like a main serve of it. And I was like, I think I said to my dad, I was like, oh, I've never had steak tartare. I don't think I'd like it. My dad was like, try it. Try it. It's beautiful. And I was like, mm, nah, I'm really not – no, thanks. Not into raw meat. Yeah. Not for me. Thanks. Um, and then he was like, look, how about if we get an entree serve and we'll yeah. share it and you and your sister can try it. Um, and so we were like, yeah, let's do it. And then the the um, the waiter came over with a trolley and like had all oh. of the little dishes of all the things that go into steak tartare and mixed it at the table. Wow. Yum. And it was amazing. Like that was just... I think it was just sort of one of those things where your scenery as well too. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, oh, um, yeah. That was I like. Me- I love really Now I'm dreaming of traveling again. Yeah, I, I know. know. <laughs> I feel like with most memorable meals, it always goes down to like where you are as exactly. well. Like oh, my, yeah. my, my one of my favorite meals was this one that I had in Greece. Like it, 
always remember it. And it's just like the scenery as well. Oh, it's, a, it's a combination 100%. of everything. And the know? hot boy sitting across the table. I know. Like, <laughs> like, I love how that is in the race. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, memory. Like, that's that always definitely helps. In like in a couple of years' time, I will have forgotten about the <laughs> yeah. steak tartare and be like, um, most memorable meal. <laughs> I was eating something, but there was this really hot guy. <laughs> he was also French. Yeah. Um, now, Sarah, you want to finish on your game? Yes, please. Uh, so Tal and I always play this game and our answers always change depending on. We always play when we're bored and it's usually we're traveling like, yeah. yeah your final meal entree main dessert throw a cocktail or i think you might be a wine lady yeah i'm a wine lady yeah pick a wine Ooh, so it's like your dying meal so like am i on death row yeah because sarah hates when i say that but yep you are it's a bit morbid okay no, but you are because then it's like makes the meal more like well that's it all thing. in if it was if i'm on death row that like terrifies me. So I actually <laughs> don't think I'd be able to eat. And I've been asked this before. And I said my answer was if I want death row. Just get it over and done with. I, I'd like my last meal to be uh, a joint. Yeah, yeah. true. Just like to calm chill. me down. Yeah. And a bottle of like, I don't know. I'd go tequila, but. <laughs> tequila, yeah. yeah. I was like, and a bottle of like really nice champagne, maybe like a. You know, Dom Perignon or something. Yeah. Okay, well, we're not um, on death row today. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> if it was the last meal just that I'd like have to have. Yeah. I'm ideal not me- Ideal meals, let's say that. Yeah. Um, I would say that it's going to – I love eating, so it's going to be a big one. I'd probably start with some Sydney Rock oysters. Yum. yum. Fan. Um, and a glass of champagne. Mm-hmm. Um, with just lemon, cracked pepper, and um, a little uh, like white sourdough bread roll with French butter, oh, salted butter. Yes, mm-hmm. nice. Um, so that's like entree. Then I'd also like um, oh, and maybe some like little bellinis with caviar and oh. um, horseradish. Yeah. Yum. Um, then. <laughs> Uh, then a prosciutto, this is like my favorite salad of all time. It's like prosciutto, um, bocconcini, mint, rocket, and peach with like a lemon, um, dressing. Very fresh. Yep. Fresh. Then, um, I think for Maine, I'll probably have, at the moment it would be, um, coquevan, which is like a French, like chicken, Mm -hmm. um, sort of like stew. (laughs) It doesn't sound so great, but it's amazing. (laughs) Tastes delicious. Um, with like Paris mash, steamed green beans, a little truffle oil. Yeah. Then, oh, and maybe like a French salad as well, like a French side salad. Would you have a, say a Merlot or a Shiraz with that? Um, I would go a... Pinot Noir or, oh. yeah, a Pinot Noir, I think. Tell you hate Pinot. Yeah, I hate Pinot. I don't know. I feel, it's like really watery. I don't know. Are you like a like a Shiraz? No, I'm, I'm like I'll have Shiraz, but I'm I not a massive fan. I'll drink like you're a like Malbec. A, yeah, you like a medium. Yeah, a medium. Yeah. yeah. Some Pinots I've had are nice, but some are too like watery or watery. acidic. Yeah, I get that. If I find a right one, I'd like it. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Um. And then for dessert, I'd probably go a self-sourcing like chocolate. Oh, my wood. God. That's like my dream. That and a cheesecake. Oh, my God. oh yeah, cheesecake would be good. <laughs> oh. um, and then a cheese board. Oops, sorry, oh, yeah, 100%. 100% that. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the most exotic <laughs> death <laughs> meal we've had. Like, but like proper I'm thought out. It. No, I like everything about that. I was like, yeah, yum, yum, yum. But it was very thought out. I'd probably it would be my last meal because I would eat all of that and then like literally <laughs> die because I'm so full. Oh, <laughs> I'd be yum. like on the ground being like, I actually am dying right now. I'm so full. We're yum. dying happy though. Oh yeah, well, that's true yeah. too. Um, do you have any other questions? No, nah, I'm done. But honestly, it's been really nice getting to know you. I, I haven't known you that like I know yeah. you, but I don't know a lot about you. So it's been totally. really nice. Oh, one, I just want to add one more thing that a lot of people won't know, and I knew this before, but also when I was researching you, you have two different coloured eyes. Oh, yeah. It's called yeah. Um, heterochromia. Yeah. Um, so my left eye has like is half brown. Can you see? Yeah, yeah I this can. one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's really um, 
I think and it's fucking amazing. It makes you like unique and it's, it's like cool. beautiful. Yeah. My best friend in high school had that too, oh, but really? I didn't know it had a name. Yeah. I didn't know it had a name until recently when I think um, Kate Bosworth posted about it. Oh. There was like yeah. international uh, heterochromia day. Babe, I would have milked that. Did and, you milk that? Yeah, I did. I was like, I was like, guys, happy <laughs> heterochromia yeah. day. Um, but weirdly, my mum's cousin, um, Francesca, she has the same, um, like exactly the same oh, wow. thing in her eye. And we kind of look really similar, but no one else in my family's got it. Everyone that's else has crazy. got like baby blue eyes. Yeah. Um, so that's something that people wouldn't have known. Yeah. Just had yeah. to add that one in because I do my research. Yeah, that's <laughs> not joking. I'm joking. I kind of already knew it anyway. Um, but it was such a pleasure to have you on. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much, Beck. If people wanted to follow you on Instagram, what's your Instagram handle? If they don't follow you. Um, I was just like, shit, what is my Instagram handle? Um, <laughs> Rebecca L. Harding, like letter L. Perfect. H-A-R-D-I-N-G. Perfect. Well, mm. there you go. But thank you and good luck for all of us for the rest of lockdown. I know. Good luck, guys. Mm. Seriously. And dinner and drinks after. 100%. Oh, yeah. Yes. All At right. Bistro Elba. Yes. I know, right? I'm actually saying, what about Beck's house? You yeah. sound like an oh, amazing yeah. cook. Come over. I'll cook you I dinner. Don't, not that shallot. <laughs> yeah, no, I promise I won't. <laughs> thank the you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.